Hello, this is Zach, and you are listening to the Point Momentum Podcast, where you will find insightful, life-filled, and experience-based discussion as we delve into issues related to health, wellness, family, and life. Point Momentum, moving families and individuals into greater wholeness and strength. Enjoy. guys welcome to the point momentum podcast super excited today as usual i think i say that every time super excited today <laughs> what else do you say though i need i need i need something new i don't know that works <laughs> if you didn't tell him he'd never know true unless true. he listens to our podcast true well this I'm, week, I'm talking to the listeners so this, this week i am not excited about what we're doing <laughs> so <laughs> bummed about our about who we're trying who, who we're talking to and what we're talking about today right it's really a drag yeah <laughs> So, guys, I'm here with Jessica as usual. Hello, Jessica. Hello, hello. And we're also here with Sean Schwartzman, uh, who is the president and founder of the Potter's House. Sean, how are we doing? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Good, good, good. Yeah. I asked Sean what he wanted to be introduced as, and he said, anything. Yeah. So, I, I thought about call, taking call me, some leeways there. Call me whatever you want. <laughs> I think I'd throw, I don't know, you didn't respond, but I think I threw out like, King Schwartzman of the Potter's House was kind of my first go-to. Yeah, you know, you know the funny one right now. My kids call me Baba nice. because our first child is from Nepal, mm-hmm. Solomon. Okay, and so he calls me Baba. But now we have a three-year-old. She has shortened Baba <laughs> to Bob, <laughs> and so she calls me Bob all the time it. now. So nice. call me whatever you want. My child calls me Bob now. So yeah. okay, Bob. Well, uh, yeah, there how are we doing, go. Bob? <laughs> That's what it is. It's Bob at the end of everything. Uh, can, can we go outside and play Bob? Uh, I'm kind of hungry, Bob. I'm sure uh, if people don't know you, they're just like, wow, they just let her call him Bob. What call him it, yep, name. exactly. Yep. That's nice. I yep. like that. Bob. Yeah, yep. Bob. So, guys, uh, so Sean. Yes. Potter's House. Tell us about it. Well, okay, tell us about you first. A little bit about you, a little okay. bit about Potter's House, whatever you want to say. Kind of introduce yourself. Okay. Um... Uh, Fayetteville guy, uh, born and raised here. Uh, I, I left for one year in college. So outside of my freshman year of college, I have been born and raised in Fayetteville. Uh, grew up in Winslow for the first part of my life, out in the middle of the woods. Winslow. Um, yep. And uh, Beautiful area. Gorgeous area. So there, and then moved into Fayetteville, kind of a little, little bit into grade school, grew uh, Went to Washington and Woodland in the high school. Uh, have two brothers, great parents. Um, so yeah, so the sweet childhood was was great. And then married You're my making us all jealous here, Sean. Come on, uh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, married my junior high sweetheart. Uh, oh, really, I didn't know that. Yeah, Anita and I started dating when I was in junior high. I was eighth grade. She was ninth grade. Okay. Would never recommend that. <laughs> tell my kids. Not I know, recommended. Yeah. Tell my kids you're not even allowed to date. Right. And they're like, didn't you meet, didn't, yeah, didn't you meet mama yeah. in junior high? We're like, that, that has nothing, nothing to do with your life. <laughs> the things I did have nothing to do with your life. So, um, Nice. Yeah. So we and, and they call you Bob. So. And they, yep. Uh, Bob, can't we do that? No. <laughs> Don't call me Bob. And, and you can't date can't. in junior high. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so love this place and, uh, um, my wife and I stay here. We have six kids and so, uh, Cordarius is our oldest. 
Uh, he is uh, 26. Six kids. Yeah, six kids. I forget that you have six kids, Sean. Yeah, you know. I mean, I know that, but I forget it. I forget at times, too. Just, you know, they're, yeah. <laughs> I guess if we ever need our kids to have a babysitter for a little while, we could just drop them off at your house. You would never and know. Absolutely. just join the mix. Yeah, just, yeah. They could just sneak in somewhere. We'll just yeah. say, hey, just call him Bob. You'll be okay. Yeah, just say, Bob, I'm here. <laughs> okay, you're one of the, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Cordero's 26. Uh, Nika and Nisha are 24. Solomon is about to turn 17. Uh, Eli's 13 and Mia's 3. So we've got a pretty wide gap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you do. God has kind of put our family together in lots of different ways mm-hmm. over the years, which has been, you know, we we somewhat weren't expecting any of our kids and they've all so it's <laughs> it's been really neat just to kind of see how he's orchestrated our our family and such. So um yeah, so that's been that's been good. Um so yeah, so that's kind of family and then um Potter's house. Yeah, and a lot of our guys wouldn't know, just so you know, who kind of our listeners are. Okay. Some would be okay. local and would have an idea of what Potter's House is, but we, we would have a fair amount that wouldn't have any idea what Potter's House is. So okay. just to give you some context of okay. who would be listening to this. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, then then maybe what I'll do is kind of go uh, general and then, you know, a little bit of the history. Yeah, yeah. Um, in general, Potter's House is a organization that's based in northwest Arkansas, uh, you know, really in, in general, what we want to do is bring together, we want to be a bridge for people across ethnic and socioeconomic lines. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up in Fayetteville and knowing our area, uh, we're a pretty fractured area. And people probably on the outside would not think that. They would think of Northwest Arkansas. Mm-hmm. It's a, man, it's top 10 places to move right. into. Yeah. We've got Walmart. we got Tyson. we mm-hmm. got, you know. We've got Walton money in terms of parks and trailways, and it's mm-hmm. just gorgeous. It's wonderful. And it really is that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we have come to realize uh, is it, it is really great, and it is a really hard place to live. Mm-hmm. And if you live in either of those two realities without the other, which a lot of people do, mm-hmm. and it's really easy to do here, then you're not really living in in full community here. Mm-hmm. And so we uh so we as Potter's House everything that we do um it it we've existed for 21 years everything that we do is trying to bring our community together and and unify them and really unify them unify them through very real relationships. And so our hope is to build long diverse relationships between people in our community and uh, that happens in a lot of different ways. So that's kind of the general. Now, how that happened, how that yeah, came to yeah. be is uh, 21 years ago, my wife was, not my wife yet, but she was doing her master's degree in South Fayetteville School called Jefferson Elementary School. Uh, it's since closed down. And, and I was kind of in between things. I wasn't going to college. I had, you know, I, I don't I don't know about your readers but or listeners, but, you know, for me, um, I had just I had just met Jesus, and so I, I was in the midst of just um, really kind of a growing point in my life that I hadn't ever experienced before, the spiritual side of things. And so I um, was spending time in South Fayetteville and um, met a 12-year-old girl, and we met her on the playground. We walked home with her, and we just saw a different part of Fayetteville, yeah. and there, there was a lot going on in her world. There was a lot of... Um, hard stuff mm-hmm. and 
some abuse, some neglect, some. It's just it was just she just had a hard background, and I had seen some of that in Fayetteville, but uh, that was that was uh, another real close encounter with it. And so um, we said, "Hey, man, there's there's no real fix here. There's no. I mean, obviously our hearts went out to her, um, but we said there. You know, there's no fast way to change things. So uh, yeah. let's let's form a relationship, and so let's get to know her. Let's get to know her family, and so we did that, and then we got to know." other people in her community and her friends and neighbors. And, and again, back to the disconnected, we were part of that. I, I, mm-hmm. I grew up and I knew some people, but, but we were, we were somewhat disconnected from an because aspect. Because you obviously went to school. Absolutely. Public school. Yes. I went in to public, yeah. this yep. area. Yeah. So. I went to public school and uh, was here the whole time. But even that, I mean, just in general, we as people, tend to hang around people that grew up like us, mm-hmm. look like yeah. us, mm-hmm. you know, same socioeconomic, mm-hmm. have the same values. Right. And so we just we just navigate that way. Yeah. And and so this was an intentional okay, we're going to move outside of that. And so got to know um more people in our community, invited other people we knew to get involved and it um, that, you know, you, you guys we came, were, you yeah. guys came in 99. And, and we, was it 99? It was. Yeah. yeah. And the reason I know probably kind of like you, cause I actually remember you guys got married very soon after right. where we started, mm-hmm. um, connecting and then we got married December 99 and I know we started before okay. cause I have pictures with big groups of some of the girls, yeah. um, from First, the, we called it South church back yeah, then yeah. cause that's how yep. it goes. Um, we still at have pictures house. on our wall. Yeah, we do. Us, it was a, it's it's been a, a very precious part of mm. our of our story. Yeah. Uh, and when we still love to be involved in different ways. It seemed ways. to come yeah. together yeah. pretty fast. Did, did did it not? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, in some ways, yes, and in some ways it it continues to come together. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it has morphed yeah. and evolved yeah. slowly mm-hmm. over 21 years. Yeah. And so what came together really fast and what I think is, um, it, it's almost a yearning inside of people in our community is we, I think we want to know people in our community that oh, yeah. are different, but mm-hmm. how do you, how do you do that? Yeah. Do I, yeah. do I just go knock on somebody's right. door? <laughs> do I, you know, and, Hey, you're different. Yeah. 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 And, <laughs> Hey, I want to get to know you. Hold up a no, sign. That, okay, that's scary. You, no, you don't I, look like me. Come talk to yes, me. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So in a sense, I think there's this deep desire in a lot of us to go, I I, I do want to know people, and I, I I don't know how to do that. And so within Potter's House, we're, we we have started calling it, you know, we, we've kind of got all these things, but one is, is a common place. Mm-hmm. How do we create common places that, People that are different both feel comfortable coming together. Now, I think there's common places out there that one group feels comfortable inviting somebody sure. to come to. Yeah, yeah. But th- this is this is my place, and you feel weird coming there. Or, but how do we get a common place where two groups of people or lots of groups of people mm-hmm. both go? This is this is all of our space. Yeah, yeah. And and where and and I think that's what from the beginning, that's what Potter's House became. Yeah, I like so, that concept. Yeah. yeah, I mean it, it, it's 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 simple, it's basic, and it's a little bit of common sense. Yeah, but I've never heard it quite articulated yeah. that way. And it's simple, basic, common sense, and in some ways, it's also hard to create. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I say the concept. So how did you guys simple, do that? But... Like, what was the? Was it something you? I assume it would be something you just kind of discovered as you did it. Um, uh, or at the beginning, or how did we come with this concept, the commonplace kind of idea? Both. Okay. Well, how did we do it? Was 
uh, everybody says, uh, well, lots of people, not everybody. <laughs> lots of people will say, hey, Sean, man, this this must be what you dreamed about. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, man, it's been, and I'm like, we had no idea what we were doing. <laughs> we still have no idea what we were doing. We met somebody, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then we met other people, and then it's so, in a sense, we had no idea how we created a commonplace mm-hmm. outside of, and again, there there was there's not a strategy. There wasn't a strategy. There wasn't a grand plan to, mm-hmm. you know, unite all of faith. You know, so it was we mm-hmm. we see somebody mm-hmm. and we want to have a relationship mm-hmm. with them, and then it just happens uh, that way. And so um, I'll continue just to kind of help describe Potter's House. Yeah, you know, yeah. that that started Potter's House, and and mm-hmm. you guys got involved, and other people got involved, and that created small groups. So we just had these age and gender specific mm-hmm. where adults are involved and different groups of kids are involved. And, and then we started seeing, okay, well, there's a need for after school tutoring, mm-hmm. you know, there's, um, so there's after school tutoring and then we weren't doing anybody below kindergarten. And, you know, one of the people that was involved said, Hey, I, I think I, I'm seeing this disparity when kids get to kindergarten, there's this gap there. Mm-hmm. So let's start. And so, Somebody started a preschool under the Potter's House umbrella, mm-hmm. so so that's a part of it. And um, over over the years, um, somebody came to Fayetteville and he said, "Hey, I I think Fayetteville's ripe for a thrift store, and I'd like to tie it to something." And so tied it to tied it to Potter's House. Mm-hmm. So Potter's House thrift store started, mm-hmm. and and so it started kind of with this idea of, "Hey, I, I think the thrift store can make some money to help fund all these other things." Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And so the thrift store started doing well, and it expanded, and we needed to hire somebody. And the manager said, you know, Sean, we got to hire somebody. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, I know people who could use a job sure, yeah. and yeah. would like to work in a really good place. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that makes sense. And so fast forward that. Again, not strategic, but You're okay, right. seems great. Let's do it. Now we have three thrift stores and a donation center and about 80 employees that mm-hmm. – we get to hire people mm-hmm. in the community. Yeah. We get to you eighty know. employees. I didn't realize that. Yeah, Over, overall Potter's House. There's about a hundred employees really? at, at this point. So wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm the same. I'm with you. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, there's days where I had a friend ask me. He goes, "Is this is this kind of what you thought you'd be doing?" <laughs> Again, no, no, I, <laughs> <Yeah>. absolutely not. <laughs> I had no idea. You know, I I I met somebody mm-hmm. and. And that started the ball rolling yeah. for for what has happened now. So yeah, so there's about 80 employees. There's three thrift stores, and um, the thrift store model blows my mind every time I think that you know we take people's old stuff yeah. that maybe doesn't even sell in a garage sale, yeah. right? Um, and then we hire people to process it. We sell it to people at a cheaper price, so people come in and they're like. This is awesome. I couldn't have mm-hmm. purchased this in any other mm-hmm. way. So we sell it at a cheaper price. And then the profits go back into serving the community. Right. And I'm like, this, this yeah. is like win, win, win right, all yeah, the yeah. way all over yeah. it. And yeah. so, yeah, so the thrift store, you know, we get to do a voucher system with all of our public schools in the area. Um, we partner with churches and others and just say, hey, here's some vouchers. You tell us when you need some, mm-hmm. send a family into shop, mm-hmm. and they get to pick out their clothes. And, right. you know, as opposed to, you know, somebody say, hey, here, here's a pair of jeans right. or here's yeah, it. So, yeah. um, but more, again, more empowering there. Yeah, it? absolutely. But again, within the preschool, within all these, the thrift store, all these things, it it's unifying mm-hmm. different groups of people. I mean, so we have all these things that are common places. 
that that have common goals and have common out all those kinds of things. So, I mean, and man, it's it's unbelievable. You mm-hmm. when you work with somebody, twenty hours a week, forty hours a week, that's an awesome common place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and a lot of times we don't think about that, but mm-hmm. our jobs, and and that's one of the things we want to expand out into in Potter's House is. Mm-hmm. T- Extract. You said, "How did we get to that place of identifying commonplace?" We've done a lot of work over the last three years. Um, staff member Christina Williams is just she's a really, really great thinker, and and she was pulling the DNA out of Potter's House. Like mm-hmm. we've just we've just kind of become what we have mm-hmm. over twenty one years, and and she kind of helped us go. Well, wait, who are we, and what do we do? Mm-hmm. And so we kind of pulled that out, and so now going forward, we'd like to take a little bit of that, bottle it up, mm-hmm. and kind of help other organizations maybe take some of that and man employers are a great one you know mm-hmm. what what better commonplace is than a place of business yeah. man if you're working somewhere and i'm working somewhere we immediately have a, a commonality of hey we both work here well now we may not even see our differences as much as we see our similarities of our desks are right next to each other. Yeah, we go to lunch at the same time. All those kinds of things, and so there's some things there that that really create some so neat, neat things. Talk about that for a sec. That uh, so you so it sounded like to me that you hinted at or said that you guys are looking at working more with other businesses on how to create this commonplace idea. Did, did I understand that correctly? Yeah, other other businesses, other nonprofits. Again, to take what we've kind of termed there's. There's these four things that we've pulled out of Potter's House, and we've said here we want to we want to help other organizations encompass this in gotcha. what they do, and and I think there's other you know, and as we've gone about it, I mean, if you look at like a Camp War Eagle, mm-hmm. if you look at it like a Canopy, mm-hmm. I mean, these are some organizations that maybe your listeners know about or not, but they're they're local organizations that are doing unbelievable work to mm-hmm. draw our community together right. and. And what we said is, let's pull these things out of Potter's House. Let's start the dialogue. Not that we're the experts, but let's start the dialogue and start learning from one another of how, how do we not fix our community, but how do we help our community mm-hmm. get past this big divide that we've got where there's vast groups of people that live here and don't know whole segments of our community. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times people don't feel like Man, they, they don't feel like Fayetteville is a, or Northwest Arkansas is a great place to live. Or some people go, man, I I don't get why somebody didn't have a job. There's jobs all over the place. Right. Well, okay, do you know anybody? Uh, you know, mm-hmm. so there's some things there that could really be helpful. So that is an area that we, you know, as have you guys moved into that, or are yeah, you, are yeah, you we have planning on moving. No, into that? we have moved into that. So, so what does that look like? Uh, it looks like. Um, we're, we're a partnership with, uh, there's a local foundation called the Accelerate Foundation, and, okay. and they're involved in it. And we have created and written a, a playbook. It's a Potter's House playbook. Really? And it it tells stories. It um, it lists out exactly kind of what we're talking about. There's a common place. So, ident- you know, if, if you said, hey, I, man, I, I want my business or something to be a part of this, mm-hmm. we would say, okay, let's identify a common place together. And maybe you go, well... I've already got one, mm-hmm. or you'd say, I, I want to develop one. I, I want to develop a, a bike club. And we go, okay, well, gotcha. yeah, okay. Your, your kids would like riding a mm-hmm. bike, and uh, these kids down the street would like riding a bike. Mm-hmm. So that would bring both of them together. Okay, well, now let's have some, let's have some common goals. 
it, it's really good when you bring diverse groups of people together. They have a common goal um, because now they're starting to see things that they both... I, I, I think a, a great common goal is education. Mm-hmm. I think we all really value education for our kids. And when I get around people that are way different than me, but we're thinking about our kids' education, maybe it's at school or something, mm-hmm. or I'm sitting next to somebody and there's a school play going on mm-hmm. at public school, whatever, then we're, we're not thinking about all of our differences. We're going, I want the best for my child, and mm-hmm. I want the best for your child. Mm-hmm. Like, we're both. And so, yeah. so there's the common goal, and there's commonalities, and then, uh, you know, we want things that bring out commonalities in each other to the point that we're going, oh, okay, I... We both like similar things. So like a story is we had moms from our preschool. That's a very diverse preschool. And they all came to a, a night. It was a, a painting night. And uh, so the moms are painting on this thing. And there's mm-hmm. two moms sitting next to each other. They're very, very different. And uh, one mom looks at the other one and she goes, I hate painting. <laughs> I don't like this at all. And the mom looked at her and she goes, I, I hate painting too. <laughs> they had a commonality right. now. And again, it can even be something that you both dislike. Yeah. But again, now okay, yeah. now now they're not looking at okay, look at the size house you live in and mm-hmm. the side of town you live in and look at where you live and or look at the different color of our skin. Okay, now we both don't like painting. Okay, now maybe we can talk about something else because it moved us beyond what I think happens in our community and what really is happening in our world a lot right now is i want to find how i'm different than you as Mm -hmm. soon as you say something if you say a trigger word i'm going okay i put you in that box Mm -hmm. and we're different and i don't want to okay well and you make all the other assumptions you already have about that one thing yes you have a caricature of what that person is absolutely think you know everything absolutely (laughs) and and maybe when these two moms came into this room, they made some of those. Mm-hmm. But the moment that they said, I hate painting, I hate painting, <laughs> it, it broke some of that down mm-hmm. to be able to, to, to move somewhere. And then the last one is, is touch points. So the fourth thing, those are, it's commonplace, common goal, commonality, and touch points. And we think touch points with the second generation is really important. If, and you guys may know this from your history in Potter's House, but mm-hmm. if you only engage with, kids and you never meet the second generation the adult the parent sometimes that can even be a barrier Mm -hmm. in your relationship because you make these assumptions of like a a recent deal we had is where there were some small group leaders and um this child had bounced from school to school and uh the assumption was from some people is mom isn't stable She's not thinking about her kids. Why would anybody move their kids multiple mm-hmm. times if they really cared about their child? Yeah, yeah. Well, then you get to know mom and you go, okay, she actually moved closer to her job so that she could walk to her job and she wouldn't have to be gone from her kids so she could be mm-hmm. home. When, I mean, she was thinking about her kids mm-hmm. and it was a really hard decision, mm-hmm. but it wasn't that she was just unstable, not thinking about her mm-hmm. kids. So, but if you have that touch point, if you have a connection with two generations, it, it changes your reality of the, the situation that somebody's living in. Oh, yeah. 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 So we're trying to take those things, this playbook and sit down with other organizations and go, Hey, we, we think if, if we implement some of these things, our, our community and resources, our community get, 
um, get dispersed in a different way. Mm -hmm. So like an example is if we connect with a soup kitchen, if a soup kitchen's going, hey, we're standing here and we're serving people and that's what we do and we go, hey, food distribution is absolutely a need in our community. What if you did it in a way that made it a common place mm -hmm. that that people are trying to engage with one another? What if instead of a food line, you know, mm -hmm. people sit down with a diverse mm -hmm. group of people and a couple of people bring it to their table? You something like that. Yeah. And so, yeah. So that's that's kind of what we're doing now. Nice. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. Yep. It it's been new in the last, I don't know, year or so. Everything yeah. it's always changing and growing and yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that. Hearing you chat, it just I mean, multiple things come to mind. I mean, just this, just the image of, you know, you're out on a playground, see this 12 year old girl, mm -hmm. walk her home. You're just open mm -hmm. and just kind of see where it leads. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. just being open and see kind of what God does inside. It's like a seed, right? Yeah. It's like, like seed planted and you just yeah. kind of watch it grow. So it's like, it's like, that was like the, the seed being planted or it's probably, you know, planted inside of you before right. that, I guess. Right. And then growing and growing and growing and kind of, kind of you're beginning to see a lot of fruit, mm -hmm. you know, you know, mm -hmm. a mature tree, uh, fruiting. Just, mm -hmm. just it's interesting to kind of hear that journey yeah, and to see you guys be able to articulate kind of what God has showed you mm -hmm. and then to kind of now begin to, you know, maintaining your base, but also while ex exporting that. Right. Uh, right to other places yeah uh, it's also interesting to me just the timing of all that with uh i don't know with just what's going on in the world yeah right now yeah uh, uh just 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 interesting uh the timing of all that and I, I i will be curious to hear the impact of you guys going to other businesses and organizations i think that's pretty interesting uh, i think that's pretty interesting how has uh how has COVID affected this uh Pretty drastically. Yeah, I, mean, I would think so. Yeah, I mean, if you do, if you're built around relationships. <laughs> and getting, coming together. Coming together. <laughs> yeah. And, and you work with diverse groups of the population for, you know, for some, you know, COVID, man, if I've got internet at home or I've got Zoom or I'm, you know, I can yeah. connect easily. Others, that it, that's, that's a little bit harder. Um, and so it's impacted us in different ways. We closed our stores down for a little while, which was huge impact mm. revenue kind of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, it's impacted us in, it's, it's shifted a lot of our, um, Hey, for a while we were going, okay, we're not doing small group. We're not mean, how, how do we need to engage with our community? Where, mm -hmm. where is fear creeping in? Where is, yeah. um, where is, is COVID impacting families that, that we need to, you know, link up together. So, uh, right now we're just trying to figure out what, man, what does it look like moving forward to do small groups in a healthy way, to do a preschool in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. Um, are you guys doing preschool at all now? Uh, we're about to start, about to start, it back we're about up. to start back up. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be a, a smaller, uh, we're run off of volunteers, but it's going to be a whole lot less volunteers just so there's not revolving people mm -hmm. coming in and out. I mean, yeah. In the past, I would have told you it, that's a positive thing. Right. How many <laughs> yeah. people can we get there? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just so crazy how yeah. COVID shifts that to how many people can we get involved to we can only have blank amount of people involved. And 
um, okay, how, how are we going to do it with providing transportation? I mean, mm-hmm. providing transportation is a big deal for mm-hmm. us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but putting 12 people in a, in a van mm-hmm. is not, you know, is not the greatest thing in the current climate. So how do we, you know, do we, do we have a 15 passenger van only put seven kids in it? Okay. Well, how, how many van how trips many do we yeah. take now? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, What's yeah. our gas bill? Now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we, we're just, we're just walking through that and yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. figure out what, what's the, What's the new climate? What's the reality? We've got uh, two doctors on our board, and they're just helping us think through um, uh, the safety protocol yeah. and and what's okay, and um, you know, and and we're balancing between. I think it's probably what a lot of people are dealing with. Mm-hmm. It's oh, yeah. just decision fatigue. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. it's okay. Yeah. What uh, what what does our community okay with? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we're we're was meeting with one of our teams yesterday and they were strategizing and making a lot of plans and what could we do this and that and we we kind of stepped back and we went okay before we do any of that we need to ask every family are they even okay with their right. kids being involved in this right. yeah because if you've got 50 percent that say nah, we're just we're, we're not okay right now yeah. okay how do we how, how do we engage there mm-hmm. and so we have some families that they have significant um medical needs in their home um or families that uh a grandmother is is Mm -hmm. the primary you know uh elderly Mm -hmm. and so they're kind of going hey we don't yeah we're we're not connecting with Mm -hmm. outside and so we're going Mm -hmm. okay how how do we support Mm -hmm. you in the midst of this and uh, so yeah covid i mean it's it's right in the mix of everything so we're we're trying to maintain and keep healthy relationships Mm -hmm. in the midst of something that Man, it's just uh, yeah. throwing a throwing a bomb in in relationships in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just feel like it. COVID has created it has the potential to create so much isolation. Absolutely, and that's just the opposite of what a healthy community. I mean, that's Absolutely. also what the word community means. Yeah. But it's it doesn't work in isolation. So yeah, yeah it is definitely it, a challenge. It also puts in your mind. Yeah. Okay. Are are you are you infected? Are you tainted? Right. Are you dirty? True, true, yeah. And so much of what we're doing is going. Hey, don't you know? Just engage with mm-hmm. people and don't don't judge people in the mm-hmm. onset. And and me, I mean, mm-hmm. I grew up in the woods. Germs are <laughs> yeah. not a deal for me. Right. I you know we we eat dirt. We put yeah. our hands in our mouth. We swim in a creek. Yeah. We you know like and even for me, it's been really hard for me mm-hmm. to. Because my parents are a little bit older and they're being real cautious. Mm-hmm. And so I am. Yeah, I mean, it's mm-hmm. like uh, somebody comes to my front door and I'm kind of going, uh, should you come in? <laughs> should right, you not? Right. And that's like the opposite of, of our yeah. world. And so I think a lot of people are dealing with mm-hmm. that. Of, I mean, we've had some some pretty serious uh, trauma with some of our families in the last couple months. Like somebody lost a child mm-hmm. and they wanted to have a mm-hmm. memorial. Mm-hmm. And typically within Potter's House, we can... We can find a church, sure, yeah. Yeah. and where we can find a place, and yeah. the churches weren't. I mean, right. we just couldn't really find a place, and really? so they had it in, in backyard at somebody's house. And and it's okay. Well, how many people should we have? I mean, mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. to your point. That's mm-hmm. a that's a time that community needs to come right. around, and that's a time that people are kind of going, mm-hmm. yeah. What? How do I? What do I? Mm-hmm. You know, what what's safe and healthy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. COVID is, it's interesting to me to see the impact on different spheres of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the community aspect and, you know, and how we overcome those things. Yep. You know, I mean, you see, I know for me, uh, 
seeing people even in my office right mm -hmm. so like i'm doing most of mine my sessions teletherapy yep uh so that's been you know pros and cons and this that and the other on, mm -hmm. on how to kind of manage that but i could see and even just like the church we go to you know we mm -hmm. meet on the big zoom screen yeah you know and so it's it's and in some ways uh it's almost more intimate in some ways because you see into people's homes. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've noticed that with my clients. Yeah. I can be like, hey, I see your home now. <laughs> and uh -huh. then I've noticed it whenever I'm, uh, whenever we turn on the Zoom, I'm looking around the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like we have a guest. <laughs> we have a guest in the home. I got to make sure I don't have like all my coffee cups. Oh, absolutely. Piled up. Yep. Uh, so any, anyway, just seeing how different businesses have had to be creative. Yep. Had to... Uh, not allow that to to stop us mm -hmm. uh and that's something that you know i chat with my clients a, a lot about because I'll, I'll see a fair amount of people that tend to that isolation is an issue anyway mm -hmm. right 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 uh, and i would think you would probably have some of those guys too right where isolation is an issue anyway and so uh it can be kind of a oh, i'm comfortable here mm -hmm. in my house yep i don't have to leave i've got some clients that I'm gonna to have to coax back into the office whenever this is all done. I, yeah, I think it's gonna be a it's gonna be a different deal for some people to re-engage in that. Yeah, yeah. some people are begging to re-engage. Yeah. Others are like, oh, okay. this, this is kind of my dream scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get to be home. Yeah. I can chat with people on the computer. Yeah, uh, but if but but in this new world that we live in, at least for however long this COVID yeah. lasts, the internet is basically, you know, your lifeblood. Yep. It is your, without that, there's, yeah, you're cut off. Yeah. You know. And there's been so many things that are great about, I mean, you know, we were fighting for, personally, our family, mm -hmm. we're fighting for one to two nights a, a week right. where we ate dinner yeah. together. Well, yeah. we're, we're around yes. the table every night yeah. together. Yeah. We, we better like each other <laughs> now. <laughs> yep. So talk about that. You, you brought up family. How does, yeah. so you, Potter's house has grown. Yep. Right. Yep. It's moving forward. Um. You've got like a two thousand children running yep. around your yes. house. Yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, how how has how has growing building your family inside of the context of building the Potter's house? It's uh, a good question. Uh, we Bob. have we yeah yeah there you go yeah <laughs> we have always had a very um, uh, mixed enmeshed. I mean, our family rolls with Potter's House and sometimes I don't know when I'm doing Potter's House, when I'm working, when I'm not. Mm -hmm. I mean, for for a very real example, our three older kids we met through Potter's House and then over the course of time met their families and just through different circumstances, it was a it was a positive thing for them to move in with us for a season of time. And so Okay, at that point, I've got kid. Well, is is this my family? Is this Potter's house? <laughs> yeah. Is this? And What's so, this? yeah, and and so that that has it's impacted our family. It's impacted, you know. I mean, we've been on lots of trips and stuff, and so my kids are involved in those kinds of things. So there's obviously some separation at times where you know, whether it be the thrift store stuff, that there's hours that it opens mm -hmm. and closes, and and I. I really fight hard. I, I don't. I do not want to be somebody that um, gets so deeply involved in a passion area for mine or or a work that I somehow lose my 
lose my family or mm-hmm. lose my relationship with kids. And so I, I battle with that. I mean, I'm, you know, I've coached my kids sports and I make sure to overly engage with mm-hmm. uh, my kiddos and my mm-hmm. wife and, and make sure to stay healthy there. But, but I really think one of the, one of the things for my kiddos to, to see Jesus and to, um, see who their parents are Mm -hmm. is to see and be involved Mm -hmm. in Potter's house. Mm -hmm. Not only to see us, but also I think our kids could easily fall into what I don't want our community to fall into. Mm -hmm. And, and my son who's 13 could have friends who look like him and act like him and have the same, you know, well, he's, he's always been in a Potter's house small group and his group is crazy diverse. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we sit around after the group and share prayer requests and, one kiddo shares that, hey, pray pray for my dad when he gets out. And, uh, well, wh- what do you mean? <laughs> well, when he gets out of jail. Okay, okay, well, all right, now. So then that's conversation me and my mm-hmm. son are having later. Yeah. Okay, what, what does that mean? You know, and we've had other <clears throat> people that have moved in and out of our home at times, and that has dramatically impacted my kids' view of the world. And, you know... I, uh, the, there's small things. There's mm-hmm. small things like my kids learn words earlier than maybe <laughs> they would learn otherwise, <laughs> you know. And so, um, the, so I, I do put those actually on the small things. And then there's big things of. I mean, I remember there was someone who got pregnant, and and my child knew them really well and knew they weren't dating anybody. Yeah. They weren't married, and they said, "Oh." How'd that happen? How'd that happen? Yeah, how'd that happen? You Bob? know, yeah, Bob. Bob? We, we've had those conversations. <laughs> hey, Bob, could you could you explain that? And uh, but wait, and, uh, but I, man, I'm really glad <laughs> that that is a part of their ongoing life. And and I mean, our our kids and that that may seem like it's something negative that's teaching. My kids have also learned unbelievable things from people in our community that are different than them. To go, oh wow they work crazy hard or they are unbelievable, you know, like all these kinds of Mm -hmm. things. So, um, it has, it's transformed the physical makeup of our family. Our family looks different. It is hopefully imprinting on my kids the same way it's drastically changed my wife and I's life. You know, I mean, you said it a while ago, Hey, we're at a playground and we meet a 12 year old and the course of my life is forever different. Yeah. And my hope mm-hmm. is that that's, that's the same for my kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, that my kids grow up and the thing, you know, when somebody says, hey, tell me about your childhood, they go, well, man, okay, I, I he, here's what it was. There were some things that were pretty normal childhood, and then there was other things that were drastically different. And um, so, yeah, so it, it's, but it's also a, it's a work that takes a lot of time and is great. You know, I mean, I, I can remember, uh I, I'm a I'm a goer. I like people. My wife is she's more our homebody. And so it, it's really good. It balances each other mm-hmm. out. But um there was a young man named Shandon who you guys mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And he would call me at all hours of the <laughs> night at time and say, Hey, I'm over at my friend's house and I have no way to get back home. And it would be I mean, mm-hmm. it'd be one in the morning, it'd be two in the morning. And my wife's like you do not have to get out of bed and go do this now. I'm like, how's he going to get home? Well, mm-hmm. so the balancing mm-hmm. that at times has been, there, there's obviously mm-hmm. challenges that I think a lot of us have with. This is where we need Anita. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no. Oh, she'd be, we she'd totally be perfect should. right now. Yeah. 
Um, insert Anita right now and hear her side of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And and then there, you know, so so she helps balance that, which mm-hmm. it absolutely balance. And then there's times that she's like, we absolutely need to, you know, in, mm-hmm. engage in that way. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Um, so yeah. So it is. I think with with a lot of people with their work, it's a challenge to mm-hmm. balance family, home mm-hmm. life. That's totally this, and yeah. and then the other side of that is I I want my kids to to see my work, to be involved in my work, and you know I, I've got a mentor that I've been spending some time with, and and he works at a bank, and has worked at a bank his whole life, and he said uh, he has regularly over the years brought his kids with him on a mm-hmm. business trip or a work trip and it's it's impacted them so i, I just mm-hmm. sometimes for me i go well yeah the kind of work i do i really want my kids to be involved i think it'd be awesome if mm-hmm. everybody was able mm-hmm. to bring their kids at times and, yeah. and this dad's mean you know, on my sometimes my kids wouldn't come into the conference room because mm-hmm. they couldn't they'd sit outside sometimes yeah. they could uh, so i i want them to see what i do mm-hmm. not not just when I come home from work, but to be engaged in it. Yeah. Yeah. How's the family liking the beard? Uh, how do they like the beard? <laughs> I think, I think they're, I think they're pretty much for it. You know, uh, it's, it's grown up like a wholehearted, like they love it. Well, yeah, I was trying to think, no, pretty yeah. much for it. Yeah. I don't know that. I, I don't know that like they, it's, it's growing on them. Yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> know that they're, you're so funny. <laughs> oh Yeah. I don't know that they've ever been for it or against it. It's kind of you know different at first. Okay, you got a three year old. She'll she'll get she'll get a fistful sometimes. So, um, but yeah, you know my 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 dad's he's a he's a hippie. He's got a beard. So I'm I'm just it was only a matter of time going back to your roots. Absolutely, Winslow Winslow roots. roots. Absolutely, it's a nice nice looking beard. It's nice and full. Yeah, got the little gray right here. Wisdom right here. Strategically placed gray right there. Yeah, Yeah. you know when people when I grew it out and people started saying, "Man, you look so much like your dad." I'm keeping it. Uh, that's a, that's yeah. all I need. Okay. As you there mentioned, you your dad, you do look more like yeah, your dad. Yeah, I can totally see that. Too. I'm yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. I, that's I'm not shaving. That's, I'm yeah. Not, yeah. yeah, that's it. Winslow roots. Now I don't know if this will happen for Mia, but I've never seen my dad without a beard. Oh, really? Well, that's yeah. how never. my dad is with his mustache. Really? Which, I mean, he has always had a mustache, and he shaved it off once when we were, you know, probably yeah. old, I was probably late elementary yeah. age, and we were just like. No, what's wrong? <laughs> Grow it back. And normally I would say I'm not a fan of mustaches, uh-huh, but yeah. my dad just, he's supposed to have a mustache. You yeah, know, it's like, yeah. I can't imagine him without a mustache. And I think our kids probably feel that way about Zach because yeah. I think he always has There have been times where I've not had it, but they would have been pretty young. Yeah. yeah. There was a period and of time for a yeah, year or two. Yeah, there was a job that, or so you had that you needed. To, that I shaved a little but bit. But it might have different lengths at different times, yeah. but it's always present. Yeah. <laughs> well, we support the, the Well, time. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. We support it. that. Yeah. yeah. We're 100% behind it. You know, yeah. talk, we'll talk to your family if they're a little slow getting on board. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, it, everybody's pretty much, you know, around the Schwartzman household, it, you're... You, you got to be pretty open to it. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. We're, we're hairy people. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Where do we go from here? Anything else about the Potter's House that you want people to be aware of? Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I think that, um, uh, I, I think it's, it's a huge thing regardless of where we live mm-hmm. that, uh, that we engage with people that are different than us. I mean, it, not not out of 
I think in the current climate that we live in, uh, a lot of the things that are going on racially in our country, it's, uh, I think people can view it in different ways. And, and again, it, it is not to find somebody different because, oh, I've got everything figured out and I need to help somebody. It's, right. man, we are in a better place when we live in diversity. We, I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable the, yeah. the, the gems that come out of a relationship with somebody that is different than you. And I think, I think the things that it will build in our community, the, the, the impact points that will happen if, if our community engages with people that are different. Uh, I, I don't even know if we've really be, begun to scratch the surface yeah. of that. Like mm-hmm. an example would be, um, and, and this, this isn't even really a hard thing, but um, young lady, she graduates high school. Uh, she starts working a job that's minimum wage. She works there three years and has very minimal increase in salary. Um, one of us talked to her and said, Hey, would you, would you ever think about a different job? And she, uh, I mean, I would, I don't, I mean, her, her network is, mm-hmm. is a lot smaller. Yeah. And so we said, Hey, if I made a call, would you be open to it? So somebody makes a call to somebody they know that owns a business she gets a job there and immediately gets a Christmas bonus of a hundred bucks. And mm-hmm. she's like, Oh my gosh, this is huge. <laughs> yeah. She gets higher pay. Mm-hmm. And again, the, the minds, it, all the person did was made a phone call, mm-hmm. use their network to make a phone call. Well, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like the, the, the young lady is the one who really got impacted mm-hmm. and she did, she got a better job, more upward mobility mm-hmm. kind of a thing. But if you talk to that business right now, that young lady has worked there now, I think, seven or eight years. Mm-hmm. She's one of their key employees. Mm-hmm. She's taken over an aspect of their business. And she, in a way, was this hidden, valuable mm-hmm. person with great skills that if if was engaged in diverse relationships, then... The, the networks could open up. I mean, so yeah. much of our lives are these networks, and that's a big part of the the ability that we have or the resources that we have. And if we can open our networks up to our relationships, which we all do, we all do that yeah. naturally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I open yeah. up my re- my networks to all my relationships. Well, if my relationships are more broad, then that's, that's happening in a different way. And so um, I don't know. That's just – I just think – I mean, we just – we we all we all win in that type of thing and we see how parts of our community are hurting i mean i think we're seeing that racially right now we're mm-hmm. seeing man there's an aspect of our community that of our country of our world that's really been hurting mm-hmm. and some of us haven't haven't known that so, mm-hmm. some of us haven't realized the the depth of that and uh, if the way we're learning that is through Facebook posts and podcasts right. and Instagram, okay, maybe we're getting a, a, a view of it, but it's a totally different thing than if we're in a, a real lifelong ongoing relationship. And, and I've had some great conversations with people to go, man, you and I went to high school together. I, I, th- th- this was not on my radar. I did not think, you as a black man 
growing up in Fayetteville High School, your um, your uh, your experiences were much different than mm-hmm. mine. Hey, yeah. talk me through that. Help me understand that. And and that that's good for me to hear as a guy who grew up in Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've we've got we've got somebody who works with us at the thrift store, and she is eighty three. She grew up in Fayetteville, and I was working at the thrift store one day, and we're standing across from each other, and I'm tagging clothes, and she's tagging clothes, and uh, I said, "Hey, Granny." is kind of how she's just known. <laughs> Granny, tell me about growing up in Fayetteville. She said, well, I, you know, I went to this school down here. And I'm, oh, okay. And she said, and then, you know, then I got to the high school and it wasn't integrated yet. And so I I couldn't go to the high school. And I'm like, oh. I mean. <laughs> was it integrated? That, well, that's, that is crazy. That's, I mean, here's a woman who's living, living there. Today, and yeah. that's my high school right. that. I mean, if you ask me, hey, tell me about your high school experience, I'd go, well, I was dating my wife. <laughs> I played sports. We went to dances. It, it was just, yeah. it, you know, and we're both driving by the same high school daily. And she goes, well, I couldn't go there. So they gave me a couple options. I could go to, I think it was Pine Bluff or a couple mm-hmm. down south. And they'd bust me down there. Mm-hmm. And then they would bust me back uh, once a year over Christmas to be with family. Jeez. But they found a place for me to stay. She was like, mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna do that, so yeah. I dropped out of high school. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so that's 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 your Fayetteville reality, yeah. and and this is my Fayetteville reality. And I said, what'd you like to do? And she goes, I I loved going skating. I loved going skating. And I'm like, I and I really did. I loved going skating. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like one of the places I'd hang out, mm-hmm. and I see it was now so much blend, beard throwing, uh, in the wind throwing in the wind, and and <laughs> snow cones, and all that kind of stuff. I, was, I said, <laughs> oh, I love that. And, and she goes, I can remember when the owner. Opened the skating rink up one night a week where blacks could oh, skate, wow. and I'm like, wow. oh, "Okay, totally different reality mm. for me, yeah, yeah, and yeah. a reality that I need to hear, yeah. not out of, oh, I'm, so, I feel so bad for you, but reality. Mm-hmm. I, I grow in my relationships mm-hmm. when I've got these diverse relationships, mm-hmm. and yeah, um, for sure, and, and when we, when we move to healthier places with mm-hmm. people and so um so yeah so I, I i just think it 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 is it is work yeah it doesn't always come easy mm-hmm. um but uh it is you know sometimes sometimes we tell people okay you know uh all right we're we're we're, we're about to wreck your life I mean, you're, <laughs> you're gonna get into this and your life because part of it is um that there is a there is a happier world to live in if you don't know some of the things that are going on mm-hmm. in our mm-hmm. community, yeah. and um, and you can you can live in that place. You can live in Northwest Arkansas, and mm-hmm. you can go to a really good school, and you can go to mm-hmm. a um, great church, and and you can kind of stay away from some of the things, yeah. some of it. Obviously, hardships impact any families right. and yeah. stuff, but if you don't know about some of the yeah. things, whether it be, and this isn't something we're really that involved in, but. I, I think if I knew more about the homeless population mm-hmm. and I knew more of those men and women's names and faces, mm-hmm. it would be harder for me every night when I went to sleep. Mm-hmm. And well, uh, okay, how do how do I mm-hmm. wrestle with that? I mean, that wreck your life some, and it it just makes it a little bit harder to deal with. Yeah, but I think that's where what you're doing. I mean, it kind of brings us back full circle, like. The common places. Mm-hmm. It's because 
you can we I think you'd have to live under a rock now not to recognize yeah. that it at least exists yeah. as an issue. I mean, like you're saying, you could in some ways live a whole life and not even realize, but I don't think you can anymore right. realize right. that there's not, you know, just like, yeah, upheaval and mm -hmm. major differences and inequality and yep. all that. So, but then you get to the place that you see a lot on social media for example, if everyone being like, what do I do? Yeah. How do I? Yeah. And, and it's true. Like, well, you don't just go knock on a door and say, Hey, I want to, I want to get to know you. Cause yeah. Yeah. you know, I want to, I want to broaden my horizons and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Right. But, um, yeah, just doing it organically and like in a true human way yeah. and not yeah. in a, like either you teach me or right. I want to yes, teach you absolutely. things. It's just, we're, people yeah. and we have we we can share life yeah so that's a really good way to put like it because it's not hey i want to meet you because because that'll help me right i i want to go well in in a way that's almost like this selfish thing right. that i, I get something mm -hmm. you like i love the work that canopy does of helping mm -hmm. refugees here it's like okay this group of people's coming here i have something to offer mm -hmm. them and they have something to offer me mm -hmm. and we're going to do that through really healthy relationships. Mm -hmm. And I mean, these refugees are coming mm -hmm. and they, they, there is something that they need. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, let's not look over that. They need help settling into a new community, a new country, a da, da, da. And, and we have something to offer and we have something to learn from mm -hmm. these refugee families. And so, um, man, how much, uh, how much more do we all grow when, when more of us mm -hmm. engage in that kind of way. Yeah, yeah. I just think about uh, just valuing people. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, it's real easy that you spoke about it. You could live in Fayetteville and never, and kind of turn a blind eye to some things or, mm -hmm. or, or you know, not necessarily purposefully. Yep. Uh, but it just can happen because we tend to silo ourselves. Yep. We tend to put ourselves in categories and we don't tend to cross those lines. We tend to be, it, it's funny, the barriers. Because they're really just weak barriers, mm -hmm. you know. But they're, I mean, they're effectually strong, but in actuality, they're weak barriers. Yeah. Like you, you talked just the story of the the two ladies painting, right? Yeah. I mean, they. Had, I mean, you know, we're conjecturing, and who knows what what really was going on with them. But you know, them coming in, you know, potentially already having ideas about each other. I don't yep. want to be here. I'm feeling uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Things that were and putting up. You know, I don't want to use the word judgments, but for lack of a better word, judgments yeah, against somebody yeah. else uh, that aren't necessarily true. I mean, they're false, false mm -hmm. judgments. You yeah. know, mm -hmm. a good chunk of the time. Yep. And and we allow, and this this is just human nature that we're talking about. I mean, I deal with it in my office. You deal with it mm -hmm. there. Jessica deals with it as a nurse practitioner. Uh, you know, we put up these false barriers, and like, how do we overcome these false barriers? Yeah. Yeah. Right. How do we see them for what they are? A false barrier right like this is just this is stupid i'm not going to allow this yeah. to to stand in the way of what's what's authentic what's mm -hmm. real what is actually valuable yeah in reality yeah uh, and to me what you as i hear your story and i've heard bits and pieces of the story i haven't quite heard it probably as much in detail as i heard it today um i don't know it's very practical which i like mm. right very functional mm. right it didn't start from theory yeah Right. So a lot of times, I mean, you mentioned 
you know, you can read a book, you can listen to a podcast or get your stuff on Instagram mm-hmm. or, what, or, or whatnot as a starting point. Uh, and those are fine, right? We like, that's part of the equation too. I would think getting more information and educating yourself, but starting from a place of functionality and you guys creating your commonplace again, mm-hmm. strikes me yeah. as a functionally focused that you're actually doing something right, right? there's yeah. something act- actually happening yeah uh and and that's messy sometimes yeah. right you've got to take the risk and go to that painting class yep yeah yeah <laughs> you know well and that's why the commonplace is, is such a great concept because there's already you already do have a personally vested interest in being mm-hmm. there yeah because to when what Zach was saying is you know you could convince yourself not to go yeah. to some things cuz you're like oh I'm going to be uncomfortable yeah but if you want to go They're gonna look at improve funny. your kid's school right. and paint because your kid's there and you love yeah. your kid and you're invested, that gets you there and you're already... This that, is a place I want to go you to. You want to go to this it. Is, we, we both find value yeah. in the same place right, as opposed right. to, like you're talking about, a place that uh, I, I don't want to go and somebody's kind of forcing yeah. me to go a little bit. Yeah. Or, yeah. or, or I don't want to go, so I'm not going to go. Yeah, so exactly. it's not going to be this yeah. diverse group. It's, you know, yeah. it, it's... Yeah. And I really like the, I mean, I'd, I'd be really interested to see in the future what happens with even like you mentioned a soup kitchen. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's such a great way to get people together is yeah. over food and yeah. meals. And so why does there have to be a line yeah. where only the needy, I'm right. air quoting, yep. you know, go to get food because we all need to eat. Yeah. And why can't it be just like the community that you know, obviously we're in the middle of COVID, but yep. you know, yep. we'll pretend like you know when when we're not. Why couldn't there just be like, hey, people come eat, yeah, together it, we, certain we nights had, a week, you know? Uh, we <laughs> had someone who taught a class, mm-hmm. and a part of this city class mm-hmm. was to go to a soup kitchen and just mm-hmm. just meet people, mm-hmm. just be someone who shows up, meet people, and the people who were putting on the soup kitchen, the food, mm-hmm. kind of could tell they they weren't. As in need, right? I'm throwing up the air right. quotes too, but they, and so they told them, no, no, no. If you want to come and serve, you can, but you can't do that. And so they were like, no, that's the opposite of right. what we're trying to do here. So to the point of, uh, I think um, it might be participants that need to learn. Mm-hmm. It might also be the people who are putting sure. some of these things right. on. Mm-hmm. Of, hey, we we've got to we got to think about this mm-hmm. thing. We're not. Maybe the best way to help is not to say, hey, I'm going to serve a meal to this group of people week in, week out mm-hmm. till the end of time. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna use this meal as mm-hmm. a way to get to know people mm-hmm. that could then open up the possibilities mm-hmm. for what does a relationship, what's the power in a relationship to help mm-hmm. impact all of our yeah. lives? Well, because yeah. it's a quick bit. Quick fix versus a systemic change. Absolutely. Because yeah. you can feed someone forever. Yeah. But if you make a relationship, you might, like going back to the lady that got the job mm-hmm. through a connection, you yep. meet someone and find out, oh my gosh, they know carpentry skills. Yeah. I could hook yeah. them up with this friend of mine that, that Absolutely. has job sites, yep. you know, whatever. Yep. You just, yeah, it just relationship mm-hmm. happens. And that's yeah. really the the core yep. of being human, commu- you know, mm-hmm. yeah, of us coming together. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So Sean, 
and kind of wrapping in the heart of wrapping yeah. the, this conversation yeah. up. It's been a really good conversation. I appreciate you coming. What can people do to support Potter's House right now? Um, they can, you know, we have a website. They can get on the website and uh, look at kind of some of the things that are going on. People can, uh, if they're here locally, they can look into volunteering. We all, always need volunteers. Mm-hmm. They can donate to the thrift stores again here locally mm-hmm. uh they can donate financially i mean we're supported by our thrift stores and then by individuals uh they can pray for the things we're doing yep. those those would those would be the mm-hmm. big ones okay um you know that's one of the things that i really like about potter's house is there's this vast array of mm-hmm. ways to get involved i mean some people are absolutely involved and it's because they donated a couch mm-hmm. I, and that is significant some people donate finances some people get involved and sometimes one of them leads to another they go hey right now i don't have a lot of extra time but but i can mm-hmm. donate i can you know yeah and sometimes mm-hmm. people okay i start there then i get to know my heart becomes attached okay now i want to get involved and on and on and on mm-hmm. so yeah i i think all, all those all those kinds of ways yeah, yeah. awesome yeah. so and what's the website www.pottershousekids.com pottershousekids.com and you guys have Instagram, Facebook, all that kind of stuff? Yes. I, all right. I, and we I, can put links in the yeah, oh, okay. description. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so 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 everybody go like Potter's House on Instagram, yeah, there Facebook you go. whether you're yeah. local or or I know out and we wherever. are contributing heavily to the thrift store lately. Oh, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> As awesome. we clean out our house. As we, we clean out our house. I was thinking the other day because we were, you know, just bagging it. We always, when we, when I, when we clean out the house and organize uh-huh. and get ready for any big thing, um, or yeah, anyway, we have the trash pile, the keep pile, and the donate to Potter's yeah, house pile. Yeah. <laughs> so the kids always know that. Yep. And, but I was thinking when I was bringing some stuff the other day, how we write the kids' names in Sharpie. In oh. the inside of their shirts uh-huh. and clothes because yeah. they inevitably at sports practices or yep. wherever. Oh, absolutely! Yep. Don't come home with their stuff. Yep. So I'm like, I, I know there's just like all these clothes at Potter's <laughs> house with like your, my our kids', kids names, names all yeah. in Sharpie and then in the collar. Right. <laughs> yep. <shirt>. Yep. <laughs> so all right, guys. So go like the Potter's house yep. stuff. Also go like our stuff. Point momentum. Check it out on Facebook and Instagram. Follow the podcast, give the podcast five stars on whatever app you're listening to, and write us a nice little comment. If you have any questions, email me, Zach, at pointmomentum.com. If you have any questions for Sean, you can email me and I'll forward them to him, or you probably have an email at Potter's House. Yep. You can look that up on the website, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, guys. Uh, thank you for listening, and have a good day. Until next time. Bye. Thanks. Thank you for listening. Check back for future episodes, and as always, send in any feedback or questions to zach at pointmomentum.com. Have a good day!